Is it possible to buy a condo in cottage country that's also a great investment opportunity? Find out on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. All right, it's my pleasure to welcome back to the show returning guest, Ryan Rabinovich. Ryan is the Vice President of Sales for Free Developments, and we're happy to have him back on the show. Ryan, welcome back. Thanks, Andrew. It's good to be back. Great. Um, and obviously, we've had you on the show in the past. We've done a lot of work with free developments over the years, and, and obviously in Toronto. And now we've got something new and exciting to talk about today. I know a lot of people are really anticipating this one. And I've had a lot of people emailing me and texting me and calling me about this project. Um, and it is, well, you know what, I'll let you tell us, uh, tell everybody what it is that we're talking about today. Thanks, Andrew. So what we're talking about and what we're really excited to excited to present to the market is uh, our Muskoka Bay Resort, the residences. And what the residents are, what the residences are, uh, is a 62-unit building, boutique building set at uh, the heart of Muskoka Bay Resort, which is uh, something that we've been working on for the last over 10 years, creating just a beautiful resort community in Gravenhurst, Muskoka, um, pretty much a minute away from the lake, surrounded by 850 acres of lush green forest and it just so happens to be sitting on one of the top ranked golf courses in canada uh, which is about 170 acres that we've developed uh, just over a decade ago um, we're excited to, to bring this and share it with with your listeners and, and of course the, the community the real estate community because we feel that this is a really special offering that um, that is missing and filling a void in the marketplace, especially for, for those lifestyle buyers who, who want to enjoy Muskoka while earning income at the same time. And I'm sure you'd want to get into those details a bit later on. Yeah, that's great. So residents of Muskoka Bay, 62 units in the right inside the resort, the existing Muskoka Bay resort, which as you said, is about 10 years old now. And, um, one of the top golf courses in Canada in the heart of Muskoka. So, uh, I know you spend a lot of time at the resort and in the Muskokas yourself, so why don't you tell us about Muskoka and what is special about this area? For those, I mean, most people would be familiar with Muskoka, but not everyone. So for the person who's sort of new to Muskoka, um, what do we need to know about this area in general? So Muskoka is consistently one of the best places to to visit in Canada. It's repeatedly named as one of Canada's top vacation spots and it's it's a really special place. First of all it's you know it's only about an hour and a half north of Toronto um, and it's quaint and, and a charming region that's uh, effectively known as Canada's cottage country um, and of course has received some tremendous recognition over the the, the, the last few decades as one of Canada's top vacation spots. Um, if you look at some of its accolades, uh, official accolades, uh, National Geographic ranks Muskoka as their number one best summer trip in the world several years back. Uh, they've also ranked it as one of their top 20 best trips in the world 
uh, several years back as well. You know, Reader's Digest uh, ranked it as one of the top 10 Canadian road trips to take. Farmers Magazine, you know, uh, ranked it as Canada's best family vacation destination. And, you know, the accolades go go on and on. Um, when you speak to people who frequent Muskoka um, or people who live in Muskoka, uh, people who vacation in Muskoka or own cottages there, they'll all really vouch for, for the beauty and the nature of Muskoka. Um, and it's just something that we repeatedly hear is that it plays host to, to memorable family vacations in, in one of its many resorts or cottage resorts and, and hotels, motels or inns. Families just flock to, to Muskoka to be next to picturesque lakesides and waterfalls and, you know, and forests and just summer and winter in Muskoka are just like no other. Um, and Muskoka is, is a really special place for Canadian, but the secret is, is getting out there and you're starting to see a lot of buyers uh, coming in from south of the border, a lot of buyers coming in from overseas trying to, you know, grab their own piece of paradise up, up in the region. And, you know, the, the area is going through tremendous growth. And we're excited to, to be a part of it. And we've been a part of it for over a decade now while developing the resorts. And we are looking at this as, as a long-term, uh, proposition. And, um, we just want to create something special for for our buyers and our uh, and and the travelers that come into our resorts. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely as you mentioned. There I mean, so many official and unofficial accolades for the for Muskoka. Um, if you haven't been, definitely get up there this summer before the summer's out, especially and and spend some time in the area. So many great spots and lakes and and forests and nature and scenery to see. Golf courses, of course. Um, but the biggest issue with the Muskoka, which, uh, which you kind of alluded to is just the popularity and, and the costs and it's become extremely expensive to, um, to own property in Muskoka. It's become certainly a playground, becoming more and more a playground for the rich. Um, and we'll get into that and how this opportunity sort of addresses that as well on this, on this chat. But why don't you tell us a little bit uh, as well about Muskoka Bay Resort, specifically the history there. It's It's been been about 10 years now. So um, how did that get started and, and where where is sort of the development of the resort at today? Great question. So, you know, some of the history there, the resort has been up and operating for just over 10 years. It started as Peter's brainchild, real passion project, um, you know, the assembly, the land assembly there came together for him. And he just kind of envisioned, as he does with properties in the city, um, something really special, something that makes a real impact on the community. Uh, the golf course was uh, was something that he always wanted to create. And in creating it, he really wanted to make it special. Um, he retained Doug Carrick, who's a you know world-renowned golf course architect. To, to build and uh, create the golf course on, on Freed's behalf. Doug has done an incredible job, and um, the, the golf course at Sense just continuously reaps one award after another, after another, after another. 
and is continuously recognized as one of the best courses in Canada and, you know, definitely one of, uh, one of if not the absolute best course in the region. Uh, around that, we always, you know, obviously being real estate developers, we, we wanted to create a, a unique community uh, right around the golf course that doesn't solely rely on golf course for, for lifestyle, but is a part of something greater. And so, again, nestled in 850 acres of a forest, uh, about a one-minute drive away from Lake Muskoka and um, the Muskoka Wharf, we started building slowly but surely at our own pace, um, one home after another after another, one villa after another and after another. And before we knew it now, several years later, we're nearly about 100 homes in, and the community is growing every year. Uh, that's when we decided that it's time to introduce the next phase of this community, the first phase of multi-unit residential offering. And we've been working on it for nearly three years now. And finally, we're at a point where we're bringing something forward that we're really happy with and we think uh, people would really respond positively to. And we just can't wait to share it with uh, with the marketplace uh, later this summer. Yeah. So talk about the, the building itself, the 62 units. Um, cause as you said, you've been developing homes, you've been developing villas, different types of property there, but you've never had something like this, um, this, this style of building in this, uh, type of residence. So why, why did you decide to build? Uh, well, well, tell us about the, the units in the building, what they're like and why, you decided to go in this direction as opposed to continuing to do the villas and the and the townhomes and the and the homes that you've already been building. So our home community, our villas, that's been really popular. So that concurrently to the condo, that still continues to happen and evolve. We um, we are still selling homes. Homes actually are becoming more and more popular. You know, we have homes up there that are stunning, stunning Muskoka style homes, starting from about $550,000. So obviously that's a really, really special offering and that's continuing to grow. But um, we've decided to create a a condominium building for a variety of reasons. Number one, we wanted to create something at a slightly lower price point for the entry-level buyer that wants, you know, wants a piece of Muskoka but can't afford to get into to homes, uh, you know, waterfront homes, waterfront properties in Muskoka right now are at virtually an all-time high. Uh, anything you look at that's on the water is, you know, just trading at millions of dollars for for land value only. But being a part of Muskoka is not just being on the water. Muskoka is greater than that. The offerings are are more wider than that, and there's a variety of activities outside of the obvious water activities that you know, make people come back again and again to, to enjoy Muskoka. And we could talk about some of those activities later, but, you know, that was one thing that we wanted to create is, is a unique offering at uh, a slightly lower price point. Second thing is that we, as a resort, we get plenty of inquiries, you know, dozens and dozens of, of inquiries every year about corporate programs or private events at the resort. And the one thing that's kind of keeping us from 
being able to accommodate these large, large groups that want to book, you know, large golf tournaments or large uh, professional uh, professional training for their for their employees, weddings, uh, corporate holiday events. One of our biggest challenges is that we just don't have enough accommodations. And what we end up doing is we end up actually um, referring many of the that those those businesses to the Marriott that's down the street. Um, and we thought, you know what, why don't we create, in addition to this value offering for the buyers, why don't we create a, a, a hybrid vehicle for them to also generate income when they don't use the property? Because many of these families will come up for several weeks a year or several months a year and, and enjoy having their property in Muskoka. But those times where they don't use their home for personal use, they can now enter it, enter the, the unit into a rental pool that's professionally managed by Muskoka Bay Resort staff, 365 days a year, take care of everything relating to accommodations from A to Z, you know, check-in, check-out, inspecting the property after check-out, maid services, et cetera. And, um, and then we can all of a sudden, we can accommodate all of these groups that always want to be a part of Muskoka Bay, but we just can't accommodate them because of the, the lack of sizable accommodation. So, this this resolves a few things, uh, as well as providing the buyer a really unique ability to to become a part of Muskoka, and uh, and have the family enjoy all of Muskoka's amenities. So talk about the building a little bit more itself. Um, what sort of suite? Uh, I know the floor plans are not released quite yet at t- time of recording this, but. What can you tell us about the floor plans, the sizes of the units, um, the amenities in the building, where exactly the building is located on the resort property, um, and obviously price points? Sure. So the, the, the Muskoka Bay, the residences were designed to blend and disappear into the surrounding of the Canadian Shield and the Muskoka Forest. So the building kind of evokes a contemporary Canadian-style mix and wood sidings with, with glass, um, really a Canadian cottage standard, so to speak, but but with a modern twist. Uh, the condo would have two sides to it. It'd be the driveway side and the golf side. And the way the building is designed is that every single unit in the building overlooks the 18th fairway and overlooks the golf course. And that happens to also be south. So every unit... Uh, is looking south um, and, and enjoying those beautiful, stunning, stunning views. When you're approaching the driveway side of the building, the the one can see you can see alternating glass, mirror, and frosted glazing panels, and and they create you know a beautiful, subtle pattern. Um, and the building almost looks like it fits right into the forest because of all the reflections of the trees and, and its natural surroundings. The unit mix there is comprised of anything from a smaller studio that's just under 400 square feet to larger units, largest unit being 2,400 square feet. Um, Most of the product is priced and is sized between 400 square feet to 800 square feet. And of course, larger units are available. Um, And we have everything from studios to three-bedroom units. The, the club 
the resort has a, a, a stunning 17,000 square foot clubhouse located on a hundred foot uh, on a hundred foot cliff with a beautiful infinity pool, and the building itself doesn't have any amenities built into the building because everything that you'll need is at the clubhouse. So we have stunning pools, we have a, a kids splash pool, and we have our full infinity pool overlooking the first fairway in the forest. We have spa services available, fitness facilities available. We have a couple of restaurants on, on our site as well. So unlike a condominium building in the city where everything has to be built into the, built into the building itself, here the building is a part of a much greater resort community. And as such, everything is offered immediately around the building itself. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, again, uh, talk, talking about if anybody's listening and, and you're remotely interested at all, you definitely need to check out the visuals on this thing. Um, I've done a video myself. I know that Free Development is, is doing a video too. Um, there's great renderings available. Make sure you, you see it or even better yet, just, just hop in the car couple hours drive up there yourself and, and check out the property yourself it's absolutely a spectacular spectacular property um and as ryan said the clubhouse on the cliff infinity pool i mean it's just very dramatic and and beautiful and just a an amazing setting to be in and the condo building itself I've, I've obviously been there and the condo building itself is just located you know just down the hill just a very short walk uh, you know, like a one, two minute walk from the, uh, the clubhouse itself with the pool and, and the restaurant and the gym and all the amenities there. Right. Um, so let's, uh, okay. So I'm an investor. I, I buy a unit in the project. I'm, I'm sort of thinking I'm going to use it a little bit for myself. Maybe I want to, uh, uh, snowmobiling, you know, trip here and there in the, in the, say in the winter. And I want to do like a, a golf week. Um, or two in the summer, but then the rest of the year, you know, I, I may not be planning to use it too much. And I'm interested in, in, um, what you were talking about in terms of the putting it in as, as part of the rental, uh, portion of the, of the resort. Um, how does that work exactly? Can you tell us a little bit more details on, on how that would play out and, and what kind of a, what kind of an investment is this actually going to look like for me as an investor? Absolutely, absolutely. So that, that's kind of the X factor here in, in our minds. Um, whenever you're not up there using the units yourself or, you know, sending family up there or friends or business colleagues, you can enter your unit into our rental pool. And as, as I mentioned previously, we have resort staff dedicated to our accommodations program. And essentially, the opportunities for you as an owner would be to generate income when you're not using your unit by enrolling into our into our program, uh, the program managers would rent your units on a nightly, weekly, monthly, or annual basis, depending on how much personal use you'd you'd like. And um, and th that team is year dedicated year round to manage your property when you're not using it. Um, the the full service that we're offering there would ensure the highest quality of tenants. Um, and, you know, other things that would be included would be, you know, the booking management, check-in and check-out process, post-checkout inspections to make sure your unit is in good state and, and is not damaged after 
any um, any anyone stay there, you know, repair and service coordination, maid service coordination. We we look after it all from A to Z, so it becomes a really hands-off investment for you when you're not using it. Of course, we'd, we'd want owners to take as much advantage of, of owning this as they can because, you know, when uh, the, Muskoka, the Muskoka tagline for, for the region is once discovered, never forgotten, and that really is how Muskoka is. When, when you go up there and you spend some time there on your own or with family or significant other, You'd want to come back again and again, and we encourage that. We want you to become a real part of our community. But naturally, you know, some of our our buyers who live in the city or who live in, you know, in, in Muskoka part-time and then in the city or uh, abroad for a part of the year, you enroll this unit into our rental program, and we take care of the rental for you. Um, there's, there's a fee that's being charged for us to manage it, but essentially we're creating passive income for you when you're not using it, be it one day a year or 365 days a year. And, um, and really you'd just be collecting the payments for, from us on a monthly or on a quarterly basis, uh, depending on how often and how many days it's been in the pool uh, over the year. The investment itself would, would be pretty enticing because you can own a unit in Muskoka on one of the most sought after in Muskoka in one of the most sought after resorts in the region um, for only a few thousand dollars a year, um, and that is different from owning a piece of real estate in the city, for instance. City, the prices in the city have gone up significantly over the last year and a half or so. We've we've seen continued growth in pricing and. Uh, you know, there, there's talks about the pricing slowing down, but in the condos, you really don't see it, especially in in the downtown core. Pre-construction projects are now selling at prices we've never seen before, $1,000 per square foot or higher, and, you know, whereas before you could maybe name one that has been selling at those prices, now you can name six or seven. Um, and And that kind of changes... The, the rental yields, all of a sudden units that used to be able to carry themselves no longer can because the prices and the rental prices haven't caught quite grown in the same manner. Obviously, uh, prices have, have, grown up, grow, uh, have gone up significantly at significantly higher rates than rental, uh, rental rates. In Muskoka here, uh, we have a great rental market because we charge a premium because of the unit being on a resort as part of something greater. You know, a rental in Muskoka is not very expensive if it's not on the water, but because you're a part of the resort, all of a sudden you're getting into, you know, our entry level uh, per night rate right now in the peak season is about three ninety nine, and that's for a one-bedroom unit. So you're getting into premium rents and you're getting into premium pricing, so you find yourself in a position where all of a sudden, depending on personal use, the unit can pay for itself, maybe generate a few thousand dollars a year, or if you get a lot of personal use out of it, maybe you're out of pocket a few thousand dollars a year, but you own a piece of real estate in Muskoka where people pay thousands of dollars just to visit it for you know a few nights family vacation. Uh, you're a part of that community already for you know, for a, for, a very, for a very small fee. 
Right. Yeah. That was one of the questions I wanted to ask. So the, cause the, you're not reinventing the wheel, so to speak, you, you are renting out your current, um, residences and lofts and homes that are there to groups and, and people coming in to stay. Um, and so that's what I want to ask you is what is sort of the entry, what is the sort of entry level price points? You mentioned three ninety nine for like a one bedroom. That's your sort of entry level price point for a summer season. What would that be roughly in the, in the, in the off season in the winter? What would that be roughly? Mm -hmm. So good question. So the, the way it works, there's, there's two types of ways that we rent out units. We either rent them out as part of a, a stay and play package, which is, we're layering golf right into their accommodations package to make it easier for them, especially for the golfers who come up to the course, uh, make it easier for them to, to come up and, and bundle uh, a package in a more economical manner for them. Or we do it the traditional way where they just pay per night. So in the peak season, um, our nightly rate to start without the golf are anywhere between $3.99 and $4.25 per night. If you want to layer golf onto it, you're looking at about you know, $540 per person if there's one or $360 per person if there's two people, you know, which effectively makes the package value at $720. The owners get, of course, a big portion of that because they provide the accommodation. Uh, in the off-season, a nightly rate for a one-bedroom unit currently would be $299. And, of course, rates will fluctuate slightly depending on availability, and we obviously want to make sure that our owners are, are at capacity if they want to be at capacity. We want to make sure that they're there so that they can maximize their uh, revenue levels. In the off-season, our rates are $299 for a one-bedroom, and if, you, if the golf course is still open and you want to lay golf onto that, the golf would be... Uh, either 290 per person for two people or 460 per person for one person. So um, you could see that, that the rates are, are pretty healthy. Uh, two bedrooms kind of go, go up significantly from that. But with, uh, with the offering of the condos, we'd look for entry levels, entry price points for peak season at slightly lower rates to encourage more people to come to the club and benefit from being a part of the resort and taking advantage of everything that the area has to offer. So we'd look, you know, for at rates starting at, if, if the building was ready today, we'd look at peak rates being anywhere between 299 and 349 per night for your kind of typical one bedroom units. Right. Wow. 299 for, for a one bedroom unit. Uh, at night, so you can start to get an idea of what those numbers could look like. Um, now, uh, if you let's go through this exercise, if you don't mind, Let, let's talk about some sort of common objections or questions that a, a prospective investor. If I'm looking at this, I'm thinking about investing. Sounds enticing. I like Muskoka. I like the, the Muskoka Bay Resort. Um, the price point to get into owning property in Muskoka is very attractive. I like the idea that. When I'm not using it, I can rent it out. I can earn some rental income. Uh, maybe even it pays entirely for itself, as you said, or maybe even um, a little bit extra, depending on how much I use it, you know, and and the and uh, how many nights it's rented out. But still have some questions. So I think the common questions that that people are are thinking about. Um, one of them would be, 
winter time, obviously. Um, you know, what's, what happens in the winter? Like how much demand is there in the winter? Does anybody want to stay at the resort in the winter? Will anyone want to stay at the resort in the winter or is it going to just sit empty all winter? What are you, what are your thoughts on that? So naturally, you know, the, the time to be traditionally for, for people who are not familiar with Muskoka, the time to be in Muskoka would be, you know, kind of between April and end of October. That's, that's what people love the the autumn in Muskoka, the, the fall is absolutely stunning and is kind of a, a big secret. But something that a lot of people don't know is how incredible the wintertime is in Muskoka. And if you speak to any local, they'll say that winter is actually their favorite time of year because it's, it's kind of un, like an undiscovered gem. People don't understand how much there is to do in Muskoka over the winter months, but of course travel takes a bit of a, takes a bit of a step back during that season. So when we're when we've created, and of course Andrew will share with you, and you can share with your listeners and and your followers um, the economic base case scenario. But when we created it, we we went from we were pretty conservative, so we went from. Uh, expecting occupancy rates of 70 or 80 percent in the peak season, which is a conservative, uh, which is a conservative estimate, to going down to 10 or 20 percent occupancy during the winter months, and that is, in my opinion, an ultra conservative estimate, because there's still quite a bit of activity in the Muskoka region in the winter. There's plenty of hockey tournaments. Um, a lot of companies like to have their professional trainings done in Muskoka over the winter because there's still so much to offer in terms of things to do, but they're benefiting from, you know, better value for their own dollar, quote-unquote, because it is in peak season. And so I think that even though in our base case scenario, the way we underwrote it for our prospective investors, um, you know, we underwrote a 10 to 20% occupancy. I think that investors can see a significant upside in that and get to a point where occupancies in the winter, you know, end up being the lion's share of their, uh, of their overall annual revenue. So, you know, the, 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 the area is progressing and this business model is, is growing and it will prove itself over time. And we feel that there's, still a lot of upside for annual income and annual revenues for buyers, uh, specifically in the winter, which, which presents a lot of opportunity to grow. Interesting. So that's a key point to make. So when you're talking about your, again, you'll, you said the numbers will be released. You'll share the sort of, um, uh, investor, you know, ROI breakdown based on, you know, having it in the rental pool, those numbers will be out there, but the numbers where you're talking about sort of the property breaking even for a year, or maybe just costing you a couple thousand dollars for the year, you're basing that not on it being rented out for, you know, 50 weeks a year. You're being, you're being quite conservative is what you're saying. And, and you're basing those kind of results on it being rented out for roughly 70% in the peak season. And a very conservative number of sort of 10 to 20% in the winter. And even with those numbers, you're still creating a, uh, a healthy investment where you're, you're, you're breaking even uh, plus or minus a few thousand dollars. Is that right? 
Yeah, without going into into too much detail, because when when you're talking about numbers and, and revenues and returns, you want to have something visual. It's very tough to you know always get it when when you're talking about it. But we've divided the 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 year into three main periods. It, you know, the first period would be what we refer to as the peak season, uh, a, a couple of you know, a few weeks before the peak and a few weeks after the peak is what we call the shorter season, shorter season where, you know, the golf course is still open, but it's getting a little bit colder outside. And then you have the, the winter season. So the winter season currently accounts for about 180, 190 days out of the year. And in our under, in the way we underwrote it, um, we assume that occupancies would be at about 20%. Um, based on that, we feel that, you know, if your unit was in the pool for 365 days in a year, you'd actually be in a in a pretty good place and likely cash flow positive, uh, which is rare now, especially with, uh, you, you don't really find a lot of opportunities like that in the city anymore. We right. know because we, we're obviously very, you know, very active and involved in, in development in Toronto, of course, and we will continue to be with, with nearly 10,000 units in our in our pipeline, but you know realistically the, the rental market hasn't quite caught up to to prices just yet. You know maybe it will over the next few years. Um, but you know when you take out for personal use and you want to spend you know a few weeks up there in the summer or a few weeks up there in the winter, obviously that has an effect on your bottom line. But you know it's not very significant if it's only a few weeks here or there. Um, we again, we hope that you take as much advantage of your unit up there as possible, and we feel that you know people will more and more as they discover Muskoka more and more. But the financial model here makes sense, and if you're you know if you're breaking even with a unit in Muskoka and you sp- and you spend a few weeks up there, in my opinion, is that worth it? And you're you're getting your mortgage paid down. I think so. If it's costing you a few a few thousand dollars a year. Uh, but you, you know, you've had some great times up there with family and friends and colleagues. Is it worth it? I think so. And if you're out of, you know, if you're uh, generating a few thousand dollars a year, is it worth it? Absolutely. So there's really, it, it's a win-win here, and um, and we can't wait to share the model with you and and show you how it all works, so that you can really see how simple and easy we've made it to own a piece of real estate in Muskoka. And of course, unlike other resorts, this is 100% traditional real estate ownership. It's not a timeshare. It's not anything like that. Um, it's your home in Muskoka. That's great. Now, another quite common question is, um, if every, you know, it sounds great, but if everyone is an investor, um, or if most people in the building are investors and there's 60 units, how do I know if my unit is going to get rented out or if I'm putting it in the pool and there's, you know, another 40 or 50 units in the pool that same week that it's in the rental pool? Um, how do how do I know if my unit's getting rented out versus uh, somebody else's unit? How do I know that I'm going to get income versus somebody else gets the income? That's a great question. So to make, first of all, transparency is key when you're operating, you know, this kind of pool. So what we, what we have is, an online calendar that we'll set up so you can see exactly, you know, how many days a, a week, a month, a year your unit is rented for and what days those are. And we're allotting 
um, we're, we're going to allow a lot guess based on call it to simplify it, call it a, a point system. And essentially you get an even spread of the guest volume that stays at the property is, is spread evenly amongst all of the owners proportionate to the amount of days that their units are available in the rental pool. So naturally if my unit is in the pool 300 days a year, and your unit is in the pool 100 days a year, you know, naturally it's only fair for me to have three times the booking that, that you do because my unit is available in the pool three times more than yours. But it would not be, there would not be a situation created where I'm getting six times the booking that, that you would uh, because that is just not proportionally even. So we're, we're going to create a point system where everyone has an even number of states based on the proportional availability of their unit in the pool. Great. Okay. So you're, you're, you're evening out the playing field like that. It makes a lot of sense and should give the investor a lot of comfort on that. Um, another question is, um, there are other condo investment resort type opportunities in cottage country in Ontario. Um, how, what sort of separates, is this one from everything else that might be out there? You know, I mean, I, I don't necessarily like to focus on what other, you know, competitors in the region are offering, but the bottom line here is that Muskoka is, is, a, is a very, very big place. And, you know, I think that there's room for a lot of different players to, to excel in their own respective fields. And, um, you know, some of them would offer you, uh, a real estate investment offering in, in the shape of a uh, timeshare. Some of them would offer you a little bit less flexibility in terms of the amount of days that the unit has to be uh, in the rental pool, a minimum number of days set. We don't do that. We want, we want you to have all the flexibility to make sure that you take as much use or as little use of this unit as possible based on your own personal needs. Um, so, I think there's room for all of the different resorts to do well here, and every resort is special. There's a lot of beautiful places to, to see and visit in Muskoka, but like I mentioned, I think Muskoka Bay Resort is, is very special. Uh, it's the, the fir in, in the first town as you drive up to Muskoka, so it's a bit closer to the city. You're not driving for two and a half or three hours. You're, you know, you're driving for, depending where you are in, in the GTA, you know, if you're in York region, you could be up at the resort within 60 minutes. If you're in Toronto, you could be up there in about 90 minutes. So, you know, that's definitely an advantage. The the trek is not as is not as uh, long, but but again, I think there's room for all of us to excel in this market, and everyone does something special, and uh, we're just excited to to be a part of it all, and give an opportunity to, to people to really own a piece of Muskoka in, in, in such a great resort that we've built over a decade and we're so proud of. That's great, Ryan. We've had a, a great conversation here today. Looking forward to getting all the details, of course, on this opportunity very, very soon. Um, is there anything else that I didn't ask you about Muskoka Bay, the residences at Muskoka Bay, but that you wished I did? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. There's... <laughs> That's a really good question. There's, you know, there's there's a few things that we're really uh, proud of when when we built this resort and when we're 
when we're now introducing it to a, a fresh pool of, of buyers. Um, the one thing that people always kind of link up, link our resort with is is our golf course. And, and naturally, the, the golf course is, in my opinion, world class. We were just rated one of the top 10 courses in Canada by Golf Digest. We were rated top 20 courses in Canada by Score Golf. Uh, we were rated um, one of Canada's top 13 golf courses by Reader's Digest. Golf.com rated us as one of the top Canada's best courses you can play. So there's a lot of accolades. So naturally, when you're sitting on a golf course that has that is considered to be world-class, a lot of people think of the resort as kind of a one-dimensional place. They think of it as, if I love golf, I should go to Muskoka Bay. But really, we're here to educate people that, number one, the resort itself has many different offerings beyond the golf. Um, and the region itself has many different uh, amenities beyond this incredible golf course. And we're we're encouraging and urging people to explore everything that our resort has to offer beyond the world-class golf and at the same time explore everything that Muskoka has to offer because when you become a part of our community you become a part of Muskoka and and that's something very very special awesome great thanks so much Ryan appreciate your time today and um, looking forward to getting more info about the project no problem, Andrew. Thanks for uh, having me on and for, for supporting us here. And we can't wait to share everything with you. Great. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.